0: Maximum Health with your host, Dr. Ken Gray. With over 20 years in healthcare, Dr. Gray is a doctor of oriental medicine and holistic physician fusing eastern and western healing. Dr. Gray is on staff at Jupiter Medical Center and in private practice with an office in Jupiter, Florida, where he resides. Dr. Gray enjoys being a physician as well as being an educator. His unique approach to holistic healing has taken him abroad to lecture in Baden-Baden, Germany, and treat sports professionals in Hawaii and Biarritz, France. He is co author of several books on food therapy, and the founder of the annual Star Summit Talks at the Norton Museum of Art in Palm Beach, Florida. Now it's time for Maximum Health with Dr. Ken Gray. Welcome back, everyone. This is Maximum Health Radio, quality living with yours truly, Dr. Ken Gray. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening and uh, and also supporting our podcast on all the formats. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really fortunate to have someone that I've met over the years and have had brief conversations, but now we get to have a little bit more of an in-depth conversation on luxury. Um, I have Margaret Luce. Miss Margaret Luce, thank you for joining us in the studio today. Oh, thank you. What a treat. Um, and, you know, she, among other things, is the uh, managing editor of Lux magazine.
1: hmm Lux Lifestyle.
0: Uh, Lux Lifestyle and luxury mm-hmm. is really one of the things i've wanted to speak to you about for some time because i feel that you know i'm a person who sees health and wellness um, and obviously the show has really brought that about where we talk about health and wellness and quality living um, as having so many dimensions and i think people um are learning what works for them in these realms and how all aspects of their life can really speak to that mm-hmm. uh, so i I found it really exciting and and i was I was looking forward to this conversation because you spend a lot of your time in under the you know influence of luxury and how it influences others, and you're documenting that through your magazine and obviously through obviously through social involvement you know and all the things that you do you obviously do not for profits you you're in film you do a you live the luxury lifestyle but you also bring it front and center through media so thank you for joining us Oh well thank you so much and, I'd like to start with a little bit of content on your background to kind of find out how you got here, because mm-hmm. um, our path to <laughs> these places are always so interesting and yeah. um, and also validates other people who might be in certain places in their lives and sure. decide, hey, you know that that makes sense to me and this uh, I now I understand why I'm making these shifts and changes in my life. Yeah. So. Um, tell me a little bit about your background. Right,
1: well, I'll try to give you the Reader's Digest version. I, um, you know, I'm born to two immigrant parents from Ireland, and my dad was a world-class marathon runner. We were living in New York at the time, and he went to run a race in Westport, Connecticut. My mom thought, great place to raise the kids. And we moved from the Bronx to Westport, Connecticut, and mm-hmm. it was lovely. So I was an hour away from the city, um, athlete. Track was my life. Track, Mm -hmm. cross country, um, basketball, and my fun injury that you have recently seen. (laughs) Skateboarding. Skateboarding. That was just Uh, the coolest. Because sometimes
0: you know I treat you know musculoskeletal (laughs) issues, and I'm you know I tell my patient I'm like. You have to make up a better story than that because there'll be something <laughs> silly, you know, exactly. um, that they just i am like it's not not uh, an interesting story. But your story was great. I was like, yeah, that's awesome, skateboarding. Oh yeah, I think my nickname is now Tanya Hawk. Oh, that's great, Tony Hawk's wife. Yeah. But, but it wasn't skateboarding like <laughs> where people normally skateboard. Where was it?
1: It was actually at the Breakers Hotel. There you I was, go. I, was, I, was I wanted you rules. to say it uh, <laughs> because so that was come other Yeah, it was breaking the
0: rules breaking the law you know as beavis and butthead would say in palm beach <laughs> yeah in palm beach at the breakers so that's the type of person we're talking to listeners just yeah so you the Bronx know. never left me that's <laughs> it good good for you Good for everyone like you and us. <laughs> uh,
1: so, uh, you know, growing up, um, actually, we did have a ramp at the house in Westport. My brother was a big skateboarder. He used to go into the city on the weekends oh. and make 20 bucks. Um, and uh, so then acting, the acting bug, bug hit me in high school. And uh, I really did not enjoy, believe it or not, the, the high school teacher and mm-hmm. class. And I thought, you know, I've always been very open. There's an openness to... Um, and you know, sometimes if something doesn't suit or fit you, hey, just move on. Yeah. Not everything is meant for us. Yeah. And the school environment, I just wanted out. I, the fluorescent lights, everything, it just didn't, I've always had a little creative tone and um, I didn't like the restriction as much. Um, so I started going to the city, HB Studios, the Uta Hagen method, which is wonderful. It's a great cool yeah. practice in life because it's all about listening. And reacting, you know, in in the way that you really hear things, because yeah. sometimes I think we react because we're not really listening or hearing mm-hmm. things, and it can be sort of throw you off. And um, and then I was kind of discovered. I was discovered. I became a Ford model, mm. and that changed my life forever. So uh, when I was finished with high school, I took a break from going to college. And and just
0: for our listeners that may not be privy to the <laughs> fashion world, even growing up, I knew Ford modeling agency mm-hmm. was like one of the top, if there's maybe top yeah. three in yeah. the world. It
1: definitely, right? when you yeah. say Ford, it definitely carries that yeah, weight. Huge. It's kind of nice. It's a big deal. Yeah, It's okay. like, damn, bam. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And I loved it. And I love work. And I just couldn't believe um I worked at a little consignment shop after school, Mary Moppet's actually, and you know, you're making what seven to twelve dollars an hour, and I just couldn't believe back then it was like, you know, fifty bucks for a little Saturday photo shoot, and I was just super thrilled. And then obviously in New York really the the, the money started to roll. And fortunately, because I was a good athlete and I was really, you know, successful in keeping the school ranking up they really gave me a lot of freedom which is like I would love to see in today's world too with schools because sometimes schools are not meant for everyone um I kind of follow Elon Musk's philosophy on that um if you know what you're going to do throw yourself into it and uh so that really really was my beginning and then of course the zest for travel um and the appreciation for the travel mm-hmm. and and having, you know, this close from living in Westport, being so close to New York where the arts are there, the culture is there. It was really an amazing childhood and mm-hmm. my teenage years were really nice. fantastic. I like and it. I love to work. I've always loved to work and be productive. And even when I was doing well in life, um, you know, I would take side jobs and I would do certain things that I just I just enjoy it. I like being right. busy.
0: So, so for you, um, where did the luxury lifestyle come in you know Uh, what does that mean to you because you're you're where you're coming from sure and and i would say like me i mean i grew up in queens right Uh, and i was just as you're talking i'm thinking about what made me aspire what made me like the things that i like that i find to be part of the essence and the qualities of um quality living right yeah um I grew up in Queens, sure. Flushing, Queens. We had very next to zero money. I mean, you know, uh, right. my listeners know I had food stamps. Um, we used to. Lo- I used to love when we get them, you know, because I could go and do the shopping with my mom and we could pick out some things. And yeah. some of them, you know, maybe we could squeeze in as that was allowed by food stamps. But I remember right. those days very, yeah. you know, they were very important to me because we, up until then, we were, didn't have too much food in the fridge and in the cupboards. Right. Right. And so fast forward, you know, I didn't have what my kids have, which is the ability to play different sports. I had handball you know, and maybe stickball, but since I wasn't too good at hitting this little ball with a broomstick, right. um, I didn't really play my stickball, but I did like handball because I had big hands. But <laughs> like, yeah. you're really good with yeah. that, injecting that little needle. <laughs> which uh, my, I could play the piano. I had, yeah. I had great hand control, in, which right. I didn't find out later, so I started being a healer, and, you know, um, people love my touch and my application of needles and all these sort of things, which are great. But that being said, point is, is... There was this space of development, mm-hmm. and and it, and uh, thinking luxury. I, we're we're watching. My wife and I are watching this series called about supermodels, right? Sure. Um, it's 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 been released, and it has you know your Christy Turlington, sure. your you know all, all the all the big ones, right? And and telling their backstory.
1: Sure.
0: And how there was a time where people were kind of at, at, at they reached a stardom. There was this people that say, "Well, there's a false image being portrayed that's unreasonable mm-hmm. to people." Mm-hmm. So I think there's an aspect of that that can be applied to all luxury. That hey, if you don't have it, you shouldn't flaunt it. Because I mean, if you have it, you shouldn't flaunt it. Because what about those people who don't have it? Or sure. those people? What I about those people who right? What about those people who um, can't be a supermodel or are not tall or whatever it is? There's all these things. But I will tell you this. It is those people for me which were um, high fashion or the Bruce Lees of the world who all these people, Michael Jacksons, whatever it was, that I didn't think of myself being less. I thought of them as examples of what I could attain in my own way. Right. And I think that that is the lesson that we need to start to teach our kids and people not like, oh, don't, you know, don't shine because others might be blinded by your light. No, shine because it might encourage others to shine. And so that's kind of what I I wanted to, you know, really look at when it comes to luxury and healing and, and how it has to do with wellness is because those things that I read, those magazines, which because I couldn't afford the other stuff, but I could sure. save for a magazine yeah. or I could get a free magazine or ask, you know, if I went to an office, I still yeah. do that sometimes when it's out of date, may I have this magazine because, I love you know, it, yeah. they're it's, and there's all different, you know, whether it's GQ. Um, or, or, you know, uh, Vanity Fair, all these wonderful magazines Walmart out there. Vogue,
1: Italian uh, mail. Vogue? Vogue,
0: all yeah, of it. Yeah. And now I, my, my collection is a lot <laughs> different, and obviously I have Lux in my office. Sure. And, you know, because I love it sitting there because wellness and hope and inspiration mm. and illumination and elevation, mm. they're all good things, right. right? If we don't have something to aspire for, we kind of stop living. We could right. kind not of stop wanting to live. So that's, I think, you know, we're outlining this because you and I coming from these places in the world uh-huh. um, and, and loving these things, which are not all about luxury. Still, there's this place for it in our heart, which yeah. skateboarding at the Breakers really <laughs> defines. Right? Thank you. You know, me riding a motorcycle through Palm right. Beach or through Jupiter yeah. Island. Mm-hmm. There's something to be said about that. I
1: think you're right.
0: Right? Yeah. Uh, wearing my leather blazer to a luncheon mm-hmm. at the Palm Beach Yacht Club where I lecture. Yeah. There's something about that.
1: A little rock star. Which redefines
0: yeah. luxury and what it is for us. And, you know, so so that's kind of what I think you're you're doing it a little bit in your magazines and in your lifestyle, and you're living it, so.
1: I love, yeah. I got a compliment the other day, and someone said, I like that not everything in your magazine is thousands of dollars, and things, because right. sometimes I'll give them like a little hint on where to go, or what mm. to do, and it's like, oh great, that's so affordable. Right. You know, we have that wonderful paddle boarding place down the road in um, in Jupiter, and yeah. it's great, and you can go, and it's almost like you're on vacation, but you're spoiling yourself because somebody else is putting the paddle boards in, they're giving you right. the vests, they're giving you the bottle of water, and then you go to Guanabanas or something afterwards, so. People really appreciate those. And I think, you know, in luxury, for me, less is sometimes more. And working with designers, always gay. Gianfranco Ferre was one of my favorites. He was this wonderful, lovely, large Italian man. And his fittings, he would just be so one-on-one. And I really started to understand what goes into this multi-billion dollar business. And it's almost less is more so that when you really experience like, you know, the the cashmere on a Bruno Cuccinelli compared to what you might buy an acrylic sweater, you know, in Sears as a kid, then you just really start understanding what true luxury is. And Mm. it's sometimes just having one motorcycle. It's Mm. just having one of the best of the best, Mm. but that you can afford. And then when you really buy it, you just treat it so well. You know, um, it's, it's interesting because I have so many conversations with people like that and it's sort of, to me, it's a little excessive. I think America tends to be a little excessive, whereas I spent really most of my youth in Europe and it's like they would have that one pair of great Italian shoes that would last three, four seasons, five seasons, right. sometimes a lifetime. The sweater, you know, and also growing up with parents, like, you know, immigrant parents, my mom would like darn something, and mm. it just, you know, you'd still have it, and it's almost like a patch of honor that I still have yeah. some of my jackets from my teen years. Yeah. Um, so luxury to me is also buying high quality, and I was very cognizant, I think the first piece that I bought myself was a Rolex Daytona. and I really hemmed and hawed about that and I thought gosh what am I doing this is like you know back then it was like 4900 which now the it's increased in value. I could yeah, probably sell it for absolutely. over twenty, like a Chanel so bag. Yeah, like a Chanel bag. <laughs> so I've always had that in mind. Like as long as you can, you know, sell it or it has value, and that's how yeah. I've always collected art. Also, or
0: pass it down to your kids, or, or pass
1: it yeah. down. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty down. of my, you
0: know, my kid, my 19 year old son. He's now wearing some of my, you know, Armani and all oh, that because that so nice. I've had it for years, like yeah. you said. And I, you
1: keep it well, yeah, yeah. but it's made well. Yeah. And, and I resold sold my shoes.
0: There. You speaking do speaking of. That, you know, I love. I would rather buy a pair of Prada shoes than 20, whatever you can get at Walmart, but I keep them for years. And then when I wear them down, I resold them. I take them to the cobbler and I resold them, but I have my shoes for years because I love them because they fit me well and their quality. Um, And that's really what we're talking about. Luxury Mm. defined should be quality over quantity.
1: Yeah, And that's a
0: cycle to break though, because... For some people, more means um, a sense of security. Yeah. Like if you can have, you know, whether it's food or clothing or jewelry, yeah. you wear a lot of jewelry even though it's cheap. Sure. For some reason that speaks to them because mm-hmm. they feel a little bit secure in having a lot. I'm you know? around that. And
1: you and yeah. I in this area, yeah. we're around it a lot, right. you know. Yeah. And I I mean, growing up in New York, it's it's funny. Um, And Connecticut. Connecticut was pretty conservative. And you know, that's why I always say, good God, don't judge a book by its cover. Right. I mean, I have been around more billionaires than broken down Birkenstocks and Mm -hmm. you know cars that aren't you know you know the Rolls Royces of the world so it's always you know it's really interesting but um I don't know I think for me it was always a financial decision too Mm. and I wanted to collect something that I would have forever and that was special because so much love
0: and work goes into it and you can be wealthy and poor too. So you, you can, can be you can be yeah, wealthy and not I be and not live in luxury as well. Yeah. So again, it's not down to your net worth, and that's yeah. a, one of the messages I want to really come through on this conversation: mm. is that you can have billionaires and you visit their home, and there's very little of real worth in how sure. they've created it and how they are living. Yeah. There's a, not a feeling of happiness and light and all. And you can go to someone who has very little, mm. and you step into their home, and it's very rich. It's a rich. It's filled with is love tapestry. and, and yeah. quality, and yeah. everything they do, down to the food they serve you, is right. also rich. I've been to homes where they have a lot, but you know, the the, the meal is tasteless and yeah. effortless. There's no effort, and the put conversation
1: in, is the tasteless. tasteless you know? so yeah. casting a good dinner party is a lost art. It is a lost art. Yeah, good, everybody know? wants their yeah. impressive friends around sometimes, and it's like, But you know, it's really interesting. I was having this conversation because, and also related to what you do, I find it fascinating. That people put so much value in things right. and not themselves, and mm. I was having this conversation about peptides in the world, and mm-hmm. um, you know, what? Why, why do you spend that much money, or, or is so expensive? And if only it mm. wasn't so expensive for getting treatments? I said, mm. my God, but just lay off sex for a day a month. Like, yeah. are you kidding? It's you. Sex, not sex. <laughs> sacks not <laughs> sex. no Never lay off sex
0: too long. <laughs> to take a break occasionally. Just, just making sure there's no confusion between those words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sax Swift Avenue. Saks Fifth Avenue. Right, you know, right, you know
1: right, and it, right, and then you yeah, know, yeah. hey, wouldn't you love to know your blood work, and wouldn't yeah. you love to have your body yeah. worked on, you yeah. know, um, and and in a great state. So yeah. that's always surprised. Starting me. first with the internal, with the, vessel, the inside, the vessel. The vessel yeah, you yeah. Know, which because is so important.
0: What are the things that people say on their deathbed when there's millions, billions in the bank, and they they you know can't save them? They say, I wish I had more time. Right. Yeah. And so where does that time come from? But taking care of oneself of and, and, and quality. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is a little bit another level of self, but I've seen people also where they have the Chanel bag, they have the, yeah. the um, or they have the whatever's Armani suit for men, or, you know, whatever it is speaks of. Yeah. But they're underwear, you know, because I see yeah. people who come in and really and, and it's like their, their socks have holes in it. And they're, yeah. you know, and my wife's seen me. If I get a little hole, I rip the socks off and they're going in the garbage because exactly. it's close to my body. So that's more sure. important than what you're seeing. What you're seeing. What's, what's most important mm. is what I'm feeling. So yeah. what I'm feeling inside, what I'm feeling outside, all of it is, is and, you know, down to our home and, and, uh, and also what you put in your body. Oh, God. Again, quality well, of food, Working on your right? personal
1: vibe is so important, and you see yeah. it. You exude it. I mean, yeah. over the years when I've seen you at basketball games or in the parking lot <laughs> of Whole Foods, you yeah. have that shine. Thank you. And you, you have Thank that you. light. Yeah. And, you know, you brought up something about light. I, I worked on that quite a bit because what I then thought is, no, I'm not showing off because yeah. I I'm, i am have a few Instagram accounts, and they tend to be a little bit more I think, inspirational yeah. and happy. But that's so also instead, part of your business and what I'm you're sharing. And I'm inviting people yeah. to yeah. enjoy the fun with me. I'm yes. not sort of sitting here going like, da-da-da-da-da, this is right. me, aren't I so fantastic? But I think really kind of you know, being a little bit of a Pied Piper, and if you look at it like allowing your light to shine, you can also lead people in the right direction. Yeah. And I kind of love that, that, um, you know, and don't let anybody dim your light, because no. I do that a little bit too, and I think, you know, the Irish Catholic in me sometimes is like, oh God, don't be so yeah. showy, and you know, be a little bit more humble, and I am, but I'm also doing really nice things, and I've learned with age to kind of accept that. I'm like, yeah. oh, you know what, I'm doing just fine, because I do share my life. Right. But I do need those things
0: for me. Absolutely,
1: um, and they're less materialistic. And you deserve it. Then I deserve it. Yeah. Why, Why not? Why yeah. not? Yeah. Who doesn't?
0: We yeah. all deserve it. We all deserve yeah, it. Yeah, our natural state of, of divinity is beauty, is grace, is, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think it's what people accept in, in terms of sorrow and all. Sure, we have hard days. Sure, we sure. lose people, lose things, have yeah. to start from scratch, and have these challenges. But our natural state is bliss. That's I what think I believe. You're right. Yeah. Um, so we should always w- be more comfortable with attaining that and being in that state than we should in in a place of sorrow. Yeah. Um, and try to surround yourself with people that remind you of that, and it so makes such a difference. Because there's ton m- way more people that are gonna love you down. Know. You know, when you're down and when you're sad. It's you know They say that misery unjust. loves company. Yeah. And you have a lot of friends that love to see you when you're down. But see how many people stick around when you're up and doing well and then look at you and ins- and are inspired by you. They're going to be more jealousy than there will be uh, people, ch- you know, chanting and going, hey, go get them. Go do it. I love I love seeing you like this. I'm so happy you're happy. Yeah. Check that out.
1: Isn't that magical? It is. I mean, that's a yeah. super magical yeah. way of being. And it's also such a wonderful person to be, to be that cheerleader. And yeah. I have a few people like that in my life, which I love. One of my friends is out in Reno, Meg oh. Shea, and she does quite a bit of my editing. And it's oh. just, you know, to have that balance of a real, a real
0: sister. Yeah, you got to have that. And great. there's not a lot of them. You no. don't need a lot. You don't need a lot. You just yeah. need a couple of those in your life that yeah. remind you, hey. And that you trust, yeah, you know, and yeah. then have I'm your, in your I'm in your section. I'm in your, you know, cheering section, no matter what happens. Yeah. Um, so speaking yeah. about cheering section, you also have a non-for-profit Tell us I about am that.
1: on the board of the Fern House, and yeah. uh, it's one of my favorite spots on the planet. Mm-hmm. It's right on Church Street off of mm-hmm. Okeechobee, mm-hmm. and we typically have about fifty-six men at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's a very strict, very successful program with mm-hmm. a very low recidivism rate. We we sometimes have guys with ankle bracelets. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I highly recommend any parent seeking um, help for their child. You know, we all have these very expensive rehabs, and God bless them. A lot of them are my friends. Um, But I have to say that there's nothing like going into a place like a fern house with the support that you have, three meals a day. Um, It's 200 a week, so most of the guys go out to work. If they can't afford it, the community
0: bands together and
1: chips in. It's a brotherhood. Um, men also really are much better off on their own. We, you know, I've been with other organizations where it's mixed sexes, and typically the women actually don't Mm. do their work. Mm. They push the men, they support the man, and then all of a sudden the man is doing fine, and the woman is back to square one, Mm. and then they go back into the same environment, which is, you know, which is not easy. And healing is
0: different for men than women in most cases, because the focus is is different, and the the lifestyle requirements are different.
1: Men need a purpose, you know, and I think um, taking trade out of school was a really big issue because like I said I wasn't cut out to be a mathematician, right, right. Um, you know. Um, it's cute, I have to tell you something funny. So the principal, the the, the um, school counselor would call um, my mom often and she would say, you know, da-da-da, Margaret's <clears throat> just doing so poorly in math. And she said, Ara, don't worry, that's hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I certainly knew how to make money and I yes. invested. I had a stock portfolio at 18, Shearson Lehman. Wow. So, wow. you know, it's you don't have to be, you know, just common sense goes a long way. But at any rate, we're bringing Back those um, classes and and those people that are volunteering and teaching these guys trade. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be a doctor or a lawyer. Or, you know we need plumbers and my God they can make such a great living in air conditioning and and. What about muscle cars? You know, I'm a yeah. big car girl. And I mean, we're losing this whole squad of, um, you know, guys that and women that can repair these old cars. Yeah. Um, it's a lost art. So they can make as much money as any attorney these well, days. This is
0: great. Yeah. Share with us some websites for the magazines. and
1: um, uh, Lux Lifestyle. Lux Lifestyle is um, on, we're on Instagram too. And, and that's um,
0: L-U-X-E.
1: L-U, no, it's just L-U-X. Oh, so L-U-X. Sorry. L-U-X Lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Margaret Bastic Luce is my Instagram page which I'm active on and I love it
0: mm-hmm. um, and, that's and that's L-U-C-E and that's L-U-C-E <laughs> that's where the E comes in yeah, yeah
1: yeah that's right light yeah. it means light yes, it which does. is nice yeah. it's a fun little name yeah. to have
0: yeah So. and then you have another magazine called
1: Man Magazine yeah. I write I'm a wellness editor there so mm-hmm. you know my life really is focused on that and it yeah. has been at a young age you yeah. know going to Hippocrates out in California mm-hmm. when I was in my 20s acting it was like mm-hmm. no no I'm going to just go inject grass juice in every orifice of my body. You know, <laughs> sometimes the business can be an unhealthy lifestyle, yeah, and sure. uh, you know, you have just kind to, to veer away yeah. from medications as much as possible, and just mm-hmm. do it, do it holistically. Yeah. So that's where you come in. Uh, that's the, one of the ways. <laughs> the we man met. with the
0: glowing yeah. skin. One of the ways we met. It's, yeah. it's nice. I mean, besides being in a wonderful community that we share. We do. We yeah. are very blessed here.
1: Yeah. I love it. You know, yeah. I'm just no. I'm very blessed to be here.
0: So, um, but we both go back and forth to New York. I'm going. Coming up in a few days. Oh, uh, good! Hey, it's just saying magic. Same for high for you.
1: I love it. Yeah. I love it. You know, people complain all the time, but when you were born and raised there, it's like I lived through every era in New York. It was oh always, yeah, always, yeah, it
0: was always, oh yeah. People are like, to watch like oh, back. they're protesting. Like, when are they not? Like, when are
1: they not? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: Was like, oh, you know, someone got. I, I grew up where we learned you put your back to the wall in the subway. You don't exactly. stand by the tracks. By the, no. Yeah, and this is going back, you know, decades. So this is all always, and, you know, you just I watch yourself. I never ran in
1: the park with my Sony Walkman and no, my earbuds. No. I mean, it's just always being this aware is New York,
0: man. Yeah. Big cities. You got to watch but yourself. But it's such
1: a life force. And it was fun having yeah. my boot on because yeah. I actually stayed on the Upper East because I'm typically yeah. down midtown, downtown. Yeah. It was like I stayed in this little seven block radius hobbling around. And mm. it was so much fun. Went to the Frick, you know, had a different you know, different coffees. It was, yeah. it was magic. Good. So, gosh, we could talk for a One We could. Time. This has <laughs> been amazing. So Love hopefully it. this
0: has been inspiring for our listeners. Go out and, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It's not about a lot. No, right? it's, it's not. about the money. This it's not about more. the well, Find count. something that speaks to you, something yeah. that's going to you know, add to your life and, 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 and do people. things that add to your life, yeah. you know, not to grow your brain. Yeah. It's not always about purchasing. Sometimes it's no. about giving, oh my giving God. quality, giving yeah. luxury. Totally. Um, always feels good as and well. And
1: just chatting with somebody, you know, sometimes yeah. just making eye contact with somebody even yeah. struggling always, it just goes such a long way. Yeah. And it's just that one minute, that one transference of mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. So important in this world. We right. need it.
0: And cherish yourself, cherish what you put yourself. on your body, yeah. good sheets on your bed.
1: Oh, God, isn't <laughs> that the best? Yeah.
0: All right, we can go on and on. But this has been another Maximum Health, quality living with yours truly, Dr. Kevin Gray. Thank you, Margaret Luce. Um, thank And, you so and thank you for Lux Magazine and all the great work you're doing in Fernhouse. And if you've missed any portion of the show, it is available via all podcasts. It is brought to you in part by Vell Health, VellHealth.com. Download Vell today. Wellness within reach. See you next time.